Welcome back everyone for part two of the podcast of the Spirit Channel. I am your host as always, Zenith, and this is part two of Catalyst in Karma Explained. How these two forces are really both sides of the same coin, um, how they interact in uh, and how they affect someone in their daily life. Uh, We looked in part one most um, exclusively at Catalyst. Um, We looked at the choices before the incarnation um, and how Catalyst plays out in our daily lives and how we choose events to affect us um, to make us stop in our tracks and grow spiritually. And so this second part here will deal with the nature of karma. What is karma? What is it all about? How it affects us in our daily lives, how we attract karma, how we can shade karma, how Catalyst interacts with this force that we call karma, this misunderstood force called karma. But before we do that, let me just wrap up talking a little bit about Catalyst. We talked about how we Catalyst affects us in everyday life. Well, we talked mostly about um, major events that come to us as Catalyst um, and how Catalyst should be viewed. But Catalyst uh, affects us every day. Catalyst is not something that um, is exclusive to um, life-changing events. It can affect us every day. If you are in traffic and someone cuts you off, if um, someone doesn't acknowledge you or doesn't signal you, um, this generally causes us anger. I use traffic because uh, traffic is one of those things that is very stressful and can flur our emotions very, very easily um, and can cause us, if we are in a good mood or we're feeling, uh, or we have a high vibration, it can shut those down in an instant. So this too is catalyst. This is catalyst too. So everything in our life um, can be viewed as catalyst. We can be running late. Um, Someone says a bad word to us. We get hired by our partners or spouses or our friends have something that perhaps we we don't particularly like Um, or anything we we may have um, a flat tire or alarm doesn't go off Um, anything that causes us to um, feel emotions to maybe potentially have um, those emotions that we would consider perhaps negative quality traits anything that causes us to emote like that can be considered catalyst but we need to take a step back and understand what exactly is happening to us and what is the lesson from this all but on top of that catalyst is something that uh, is generally offered first of all to our mind and we generally receive a problem or uh, we have an issue that uh, we swirl around in our mind and because uh, a large part of the time we don't deal with that issue, we don't deal with that problem, we don't deal with that uh, perceived negative emotion in our mind or in a mental fashion, then what actually happens is the catalyst then trickles down or is given then to the body 
and manifests itself in a symbolic form as, as a physical injury or physical problem. So for toxics, let's just say that maybe uh, you had a an issue with, um, say, taking not taking control, but uh, taking on a burden. You didn't want a burden, or you know, you didn't want to be burdened with a problem, and it was, you know, oh God, I have to accept this responsibility, and I, I really don't want to, and you know, I don't want to have to deal with this here, and you know, what I do about it, and you know something like that there which is obviously very mental unless that's processed within your mind within your uh, mental uh, configuration um, then what actually happens then is that would potentially manifest as, as a sore set of shoulders um, or a sore back uh, so a physical problem and this is once again designed to stop you in your tracks to really make you aware that there is something urgently needs your attention uh, to be dealt with or potentially you could uh, have a problem with um, say showing love or feeling emotion for someone um, or for people this may manifest as heart pains uh, you may feel um, uh, uh, like a, a chest pains or heart pains or your heart being fast or palpitations something like that something of a serious nature in order to design you to stop you dead in your tracks and to actually make you take stock of, of things um, or perhaps control issues you have, you have problems relinquishing control you can't you know yeah, cede responsibility to, to people you you know, you, you, you need to have, um, be in control of everything. This could manifest um, as, as hand pains, as some sort of form of arthritis. Um, and again, as I said, once again, it's, it's a symbolic form of a mental problem. So uh, illnesses as well, you know, um, anger can, can, can manifest then as a, as a form of cancer or a, or a disease. Uh, if you're a, an angry person, if you um, have anger issues, so if you have um, find that you're 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 um, not crippled, but if you find that you have um, some sort of debilitating condition or some sort of illness or something has just happened to you, or maybe something minor, maybe like um, like speaking truth or being honest and stuff, this could manifest as uh, toothache or mouth ulcers or um, some sort of uh, septic um, tooth or um, something related to the mouth. Um, but it's important, as I said there, to understand that what's actually happening is you're being given a problem that you haven't dealt with mentally. And so therefore, it's being given to you in a more kind of challenging form physically. Um, because nothing stops us dead in our track like uh, an illness or a debilitating condition or some sort of injury um, something they got and um, I think in the raw contact when they were they were talking about this um, they were talking about the nature of catalyst and you know extreme forms of catalyst I think Ra had turned around and said that um, or mentioned or, or sorry spoken of is it sometimes people entities they call them um, need the proverbial four by two so more or less like a plank of wood a good a good kind of wallop with it in order to really 
make them pay attention to what's going on. So then how does karma fit into all this here? Well, what is karma? People are kind of under a misconception of what karma is. We, we use karma all the time and we, we kind of have negative uh, connotations about karma. You hear people saying, oh, well, you know, that's just their karma or, you know, that's karma coming to get them or karma's instant karma or haha, you know, that's just pure karma coming to get them. And we kind of associate it as like, well, they got what they deserved, you know, because they were they were bad or they done something um, uh, uh, of an unpleasant uh, nature or manipulated someone or something or stole or something, then karma got them, you know, and we kind of tend to think of uh, karma as a as a as a as a negative force. You do something bad, karma's going to get you, um, or karma will get them in the end. Um, what karma is, it's it's not like a bad thing. It's more, it's a balancing act. Karma is more like a balancing force. Um, what you have to understand, if I've not explained all this here, is that um, each and every person is all of the same, ultimately. Yes, we are all physically different. We look differently. We are men. We are women. We are uh, black, white, Asian, yellow, you know, um, Caucasian, um, Asian, Oriental, African, African American, whatever. Uh, we're all we're all physically different, but beneath the physical, we all share a commonality. We all share a spirit. We all are spiritual beings. You know, we are all part of the same living, vibrating, underlying force that unifies creation which we call God, the creator source. We're all part of this and we are all this ultimately at the end of the day. So we may look at each other as a mirror and we're all mirror reflections of each other. So when we do something or when you look in a mirror and you point into a mirror, your reflection points back at you, it reflects back at you. So when we carry out an action that is unhelpful to someone else and um, then what we are doing is ultimately reflecting that action back upon ourselves so it's not this negative force it's a great balancing force it is a anything that you do on someone else you're you're only intensely doing on yourself it may not happen instantly it may not happen um, as soon as you would like it, but ultimately it is something that will eventually catch up or will reverberate, will rebound upon the person who has carried out the, um, the action, the unseemly action, if you like, um, because we are all mirror reflections of each other. We are all the same. And so anything that we do on one person, we do on ourselves. So... As I said, it is a leveler. It's a balancing force. It is um, the twin of catalyst. It is the a part of catalyst. So it is designed once again to make you stop in your tracks to actually reflect upon what happened. What did I do to deserve this? What actions have I taken that have um, caused injury or caused harm or caused distress 
to someone else who is ultimately a reflection of myself. So it is a catalyst, if another form of catalyst. And it's, again, as I said, not a negative thing. It's a gentle reminder, a gentle push to ultimately help you realize that the actions and the manner that you're carrying out or someone else has carried out are not helpful um, to that person um, or to yourself. Um, It's just that most people don't look at it that way. And again, the people who are on the receiving end of this karma are, or they don't look at it like that, or it may happen at some stage in their life where they don't associate it with the actions that they took that were unhelpful to another person or a body of people. Now, a lot of the time, um, and quite a lot of the time, uh, I would hesitate to say most of the time, but um, when we think of the amount of karma generated by people's actions, the amount of catalyst generated, and because it may happen at some point in the future in another person's life, they may not associate with their actions that they uh, took on another person um, or some particular group. Um, maybe six months, a year, three years, potentially. Um, maybe not that, quite that far, but you understand what I'm trying to get. They don't associate with those accents, and so they're kind of left wondering what 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 happened here? Why did why did this happen? And because karma and catalyst is so misunderstood, it's looked upon as a negative action. Um, many people don't associate their negative accents with um, with karma and the idea of karma and catalyst, and so it goes unnoticed. It goes unnoticed time after time and with someone who is of a negative persuasion it only serves to um, enrage them even further to have this sense of injustice upon themselves and so it can lead them into a spiral of doing even more harmful actions because they feel so unjustly treated by the world and so what happens happens is that that person doesn't make repatriations within the lifetime that they have had um, to make up for all the the, the so-called negative actions or so-called um, harmful actions upon another person or group. And so it lays undealt with. And so then what actually happens is that they leave the physical body, they go for a life review, uh, they begin to understand how their actions cause distress and were not helpful and not ultimately helpful to their soul progress or spiritual progress. And so then they have to decide on a set of lessons that they need to learn within the next lifetime that will balance out and make retributions for the karma that they incurred within that lifetime, if that makes sense. So it may lead then to them and these people or these spurs or entities leading a completely opposite lifestyle or being on the receiving end of the actions in this new lifetime that they caused in a previous lifetime. So if you murdered someone in the current lifetime and had no um, uh, balancing act for that or no repatriations for that or no alleviation of karma, then what will happen is that potentially you may be the victim in the next lifetime. And so we can look at this for any number of unjust actions. 
we can look at this for any number of crimes, any number of unpleasant situations that we may happen. Um, I actually just had this conversation or conversations like it with both two people today. I was trying to explain a bit about this here. Um, with all the evil and all the injustice that appears to go on in the world. People are the victims of crime. People are the victims of, uh, as controversial as this may seem, sexual abuse, uh, of murder and stuff like that. These are generally actions that have been agreed upon uh, in a previous lifetime. And they're generally actions that are life lessons that are needed for someone because perhaps in a previous lifetime, they were the perpetrators of these so-called crimes or these so-called negative acts or um, evil deeds. I'm not saying that this is always the case, but I'm turning is that in quite a lot of the circumstances, and when you actually look into past life regression and any uh, studies or books that uh, deal with past life regression, or if you've potentially had a past life regression, then you can look back along your incarnations and see that um, perhaps if you were a victim now, that you were a perpetrator in a previous life. And so this, as I said, it, it's a great balancing act. It's a great leveler of things, this karma. But once again, it's catalyst that's being offered to that person in order to help them understand their actions and to help them stop in their tracks and to uh, change them and to help them grow spiritually by uh, not um, manipulating or committing um, unpleasant acts or acts that cause distress and damage to another fellow human being who is ultimately a reflection of them. So I hope that that is a good explanation of how karma and catalyst are both sides of the same coin. One way to alleviate karma is forgiveness. Forgiveness plays a big part in this too. And it's, while forgiveness can be uh, forgiving other people for their shortcomings, for their flaws and their um, lack of knowledge for potentially uh, acts that they have done on you or anything that has caused you distress or anything that has caused you harm. Um, forgiveness can also be self-forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself, for the person that you are or for the lack of knowledge or for the deeds that you have carried out that has caused injury or distress upon another person or another group. And um, remember what I said, that we're all flawed beings, that we are all choose ourselves a set of flaws. And when we come into this lifetime, we have to forget exactly who we are. We have to forget that we are these perfect beings of pure light, of pure spirit, who have this higher state of consciousness and have this direct connection with the all or with God or with source or the divine creator. And so therefore you have to forgive yourself that you're not perfect. You have to forgive yourself that you have, um, you know, carried out 
something that you're not proud of or that you've done something um, within your life that you're, you're not particularly proud of or why you're such a bad person. Um, so self-forgiveness too is extremely important um, and recognize that you are here to be a flawed person and this is the best way to learn. This is a word that is extremely confusing, uh, extremely frustrating, um, especially when you know and you just feel within your heart hearts that there's just something right there. Even if you're listening to this podcast now, and yes, you're listening to me talk about all this, but um, before before potentially you've you've listened to this before you um, had this spiritual nature about you, um, potentially you're one of these people who just knew, who just felt that there had to be more to life than just what you could perceive with your five senses and what you've been taught about reality by your culture, by your education, by um, figures of authority, by your media. We just felt that there had to be something else, but um, unless you actually know about this stuff, there really is nowhere to turn. So in that regard, then with no one else to tell us any better, we end up um, blaming ourselves, hating ourselves, uh, looking down upon ourselves, hearing aspects about us that uh, we don't particularly like and when we tendency cause or cause someone injury or, or or thing we 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 as i said we, we feel guilt about it we feel shame um we hate ourselves so so much for this thing but again it's simply because we have not been taught any better we've not been taught the truth about our existence about these spiritual matters, these spiritual topics, these spiritual laws and forces. So this is why self-forgiveness is a big, big part of this. I, uh, in my lifetime, I have, um, I've had to learn forgiveness. I've had to learn self-forgiveness for the flaws that I have and to love those flaws and to recognize those flaws are genuine and just as much part of me as all the sunny character, sunny happy character traits that I like to show the world. Um, but on top of that, I have suffered uh, many traumas. I've actually been the victim of hij- hijacking, a carjacking, um, which caused me a great deal of distress, not just because of the hijacking or carjacking, but because of the fallout of it because of the massive fallout that happened in regards to uh, what I do on a day-to-day basis and why I needed that vehicle, which I didn't get back um, until many times later. Uh, It caused me enormous distress, enormous hardship. But I had to, not that I had to learn, but I had the wherewithal simply because of being aware of great spiritual practices and understanding you know the concepts of forgiveness and and karma that i had to not had to but i i I felt this strange sense of uh forgiveness for the person or perpetrators of this crime um i actually wrote about it in in my blog i'll post the links if you want to read it it's a it's quite a lengthy post but it hopefully explains my my thoughts completely on forgiveness but it's this concept of as I said, of 
of the people who, who committed that crime or person who committed that crime of, you know, they generally don't know any better. Um, they are doing what they, well, not what they think is right, but they're doing um, what they are doing because of their genetic makeup, potentially because of how society has molded them um, and their beliefs and things. So it was, it wasn't easy for me to write about it because it was an extremely traumatic event, but it was uh, not that hard to forgive these people. And when I tried to tell the investigating authorities and tried to tell um, other people that I generally didn't feel any animosity for the people, you know, they were, they were up in arms. They were outraged on my behalf. Um, because once again, we just feel um, a sense of rage. We feel a sense of an indignation. Um, we feel that uh, people like that should be punished and should feel the full force of the law um, without taking a step back and wondering why this person or these people have done this here. So forgiveness is, is, is works both ways. And as I said, I do not know whether that person who done that felt any remorse, feels guilt over this, but I would hope that they can forgive themselves for not really knowing any better um, and feeling that they had no choice but um, to hijack someone else's vehicle and cause them distress. As I said, with forgiveness, with karma, with catalyst, once you begin to understand these concepts, and understand how intermingled they are, how inseparable or separable they are, and begin to understand that um, how we, 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 we enter into this life and the life choices that we make and the events and situations that we have pre-programmed for ourselves to um, encounter and experience, then concepts like catalysts, like negative events, um, like karma, begin to become more clear and we can deal with these situations and events in a much more calm, uh, clear, more knowledgeable way. And then we can begin to, instead of reacting to these events and throwing our arms up into the sky and asking, why me? What did I do to deserve this? We can start to then look for the lesson that's being offered in each of these events or whether it's a, a physical debilitating condition, we may begin to understand and wonder what issue was it that I have not fully dealt with, that I have put to the back of my mind, that I couldn't face and have shunned. And then we can begin then to um, understand, as I said, the concept of forgiveness, forgiveness for other people um, who have, you know, done this um, or potentially caused us great distress, but then also the concept of self-forgiveness when we begin to um, understand the flaws and the catalysts that, that we understand or we go through. Um, we can then learn self-forgiveness and with self-forgiveness then becomes self-love. When we realize that our life is simply something that we have 
pre-program for ourselves in order to obtain as much spiritual growth in this life as possible. Um, and when we begin to understand that without, without a shadow side, there would be nothing to aspire to, to, to grow better, to do better, to undistort ourselves. Um, if everything was just light and rosy and happy, then we would really have, as I said, compared to a lovely sunny day, we would have nothing to do then. We would have nothing to challenge ourselves. We would have nothing to compare that light side against. So it's with these flaws, it's with these um, these shadow sides of us, these imperfections that force us to um, try to become better, try to um, undistort ourselves, try to work out the kinks in our system, then we can begin to love these these aspects of ourself and recognize that they're as much a part of us as all the good and happy sides and things. So when we look at someone who has a, a predisposition towards negativity or has a, um, or perhaps has caused great distress or has um, recipiated a negative um, action upon ourselves, we then begin to realize that this person is also yet another flawed person who is simply acting upon their flaws in an unconscious manner. And we therefore then have to forgive them their flaws too, for we recognize then that they are as much a part of us as we are of them because all are one. And then we can begin then to generate love them within our hearts. We first of all start with ourselves we learn to love ourselves, we learn to look in the mirror, look at the person who's looking back at you and understand that you are already perfect, that this is how it's meant to be on planet Earth at this time um, and that everything is ultimately helpful for us. And then we can take that love out, that love and, and sh sh shine it on other people and begin to recognise that they are simply acting on their pre-programmed um, lessons and uh, there are pre-programmed biases but they're just not aware of it um, and hopefully then with this we can become a more tolerant loving person and again any karma that we have incurred due to our actions can then be alleviated because we have learned to forgive ourselves and others and now we can take it a step further and start showing love to ourselves and to others and I think with that I think that's me done for the time being talking about karma and catalyst self-love and forgiveness so to wrap this up next time that you have something or do something um upon someone else that causes them distress. Uh, not only should you try and make up for your actions, um, but potentially don't get yourself into a rut or don't get yourself into a spiral of gloom and depression, negativity, self-hatred. Simply recognize that this is potentially part of your pre-programming um, that you, these flaws, that these actions that you've carried out are necessary 
in some part of way and resolve then uh, to do better, to understand the nature of why you've done this and what lesson you can take from this and learn then to helpfully um, lessen these flaws within you and resolve then to become a more tolerant and loving person. If you are on the receiving end of uh, something like this, then simply realize that that other person is, as I said, intensely um, carrying out their pre-programmed lessons or pre-programmed biases. They are acting in an unconscious manner. And if they understood what you've understood about this uh, or this podcast, which is obviously about the nature of karma, the nature of catalyst, the nature of pre-programmed choices when we come into an incarnation, then that person then also would be making uh, or taking steps to um, lessen those flaws within themselves and trying to become a more rounded balanced person and that person also would then hopefully be taking steps to learn the um the conscious act of forgiveness self-forgiveness self-love and ultimately spreading more love in the world so i hope this has been a useful guide i hope you've learned something from this um, no doubt when i finish this i'll probably remember half a dozen other talking points that I wanted to talk about but such is the nature of simply hitting the record button with an idea in your head and seeing what comes out of it um, but if we feel or if I feel that there's more to add this I'll be sure to record a further podcast on this um, but for now thank you once again for listening thank you for all of your support and um, please do drop me a comment, drop me a recorded message and um, let me know what you think of this. Do you agree with it? Do you not agree with it? Did you find it useful? Is there some part of it that, you know, makes sense to you, that resonates with you? Is there something about this here that you can take away and um, now take steps to, to integrate these lessons, this knowledge into your life? Or perhaps you may wish to... Um, Give your own opinion of what you feel catalyst, karma, self-love and self-forgiveness is all about. I too am learning and I am open to all interpretations of this. There is no right, there's no wrong. There's simply what resonates with you in this. So feel free if you like to drop me your own opinions on this. But in the meantime, I have been your host, the Zenith, and... I thank you once again from the bottom of my heart. I hope you'll join me for further episodes.